0: This time, Father God, Lord, but Lord, we pray that help us to focus, oh God, in you at this time of oh Father God. As we hear your word as we worship you, oh Father God, Lord. I pray in the name of Jesus, oh God, that you prepare our hearts and our minds, oh Father God. Lord. Feel us, oh God, with your words, oh Father God. Feel us with your spirit today, in the name of Jesus. It'll be a victorious Sunday, O oh God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Lord, we uphold to you this service, this Sunday, oh God, and all those people here, O oh Father, God, Lord, and especially me, O oh Father, as, you pre- as I preach Your Word, O oh Father, God, Lord. in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, worship team. How are you this afternoon? Great. 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 We are blessed. Amen? Amen. Wow, what what a beautiful afternoon, Mark. Thanks God, you're here. (laughs) Today is a very special day. And uh, we're having our communion this Sunday, and but we're doing this after the service. So I pray that you will listen first to the Word of God. But before I share God's Word today, I believe that God is so pleased with you coming here. Let me share with you a short message of salvation. I believe it is God who brought you here. The Father is so happy to see you in this house. God has a gift for you, for you and me. Because Christ died for our sins on the cross. He paid the penalty of our sins. And this, He gave us this gift as a gift. That we should never pay. And this gift that He paid the penalty of our sins that we cannot pay back. You cannot pay Him back. In Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 to 9, it says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, not for ourselves, not, not of yourself. It is the gift of God, not by works lest anyone should boast. I believe this morning God is knocking at your heart's door. In Revelation 3.28 it says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with him and he with me. This morning I believe Christ is knocking at It's knocking at your door. And we need to respond by opening the door. Because we cannot save save ourselves from our sins. It says all have sins and fall short of the glory of God. and That's in Romans 3.23. But because of God's great, great love for us, He gave us Jesus, His one and only Son. In John 3.16, it says... For God so loved the world, that He gave His one and only Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have eternal life. I don't know what is the condition of your heart today, but God, impress in my heart that I will share this to you this afternoon. God is here, is calling you by name, your name. I want you to, I want to ask this question to you. Would you like to open your heart's door and let Jesus come into your heart this afternoon? If that's so, I would like to hear from you. Say amen. I know your amen is so weak. Maybe you have not eaten your lunch. Do you believe or do you want God to come into your life as your Lord and Savior? Yeah. Amen. If that is your decision, I would like to lead you in a very, a very short prayer. The first point of our prayer, we confess all our sins and ask for forgiveness. It means we need to repent today. And number two point of our prayer is to open our hearts door. And number three, be grateful to God. We need to ask God. You need to give thanks to the Lord. Are you ready to pray that prayer? I just want you to follow with me a very short prayer. Lord Jesus, can you say it louder so I can hear you? Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus. I confess, I confess all, my sins, all my sins and I receive, and I receive forgiveness, forgiveness as you promised of God. And in, in your name, Jesus, I receive it. I receive it. And Lord, Today, I open my heart's door. I welcome you into my life as my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Father, for sending your Son to pay the penalty of my sin on the cross. Thank you for this gift that I received today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I would like to ask you, where is Jesus now? In my heart. Praise the Lord. Today, before we continue with our preaching, I will give some announcement. For those who are in, the ha- in their homes, no. Uh, for those members that cannot go out from their homes, uh, our discipleship group will be reactivate uh, next month. Don't be surprised. Somebody will call you or to you and they will uh, lead you to different groups. And also, I would like to con- congratulate one of our members. They... Dedicate their baby last, that was yesterday. Uh, congratulations to Joseph and Carla May. Uh, their baby, Lucas Parahon, was dedicated yesterday. And those who would like to give your tithes and offering, after the service, you can drop your offerings. There, we have a box there that you can put your offerings and your, and your tithes. And for our next communion, Next, uh, next month, we we're announcing earlier so that people who are on their home, you know, homes, different homes, they can join us. You can prepare some bread and some juice, as we have our communion. So our scripture for today is Second uh, Chronicles chapter seven verse fourteen. It says. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and heal their land. Let us pray. Lord, thank you for your word, God. I pray, Lord, that our topic today is about prayer. Help us, God. To have a deeper understanding of Faregal, even in this basic, basic Faregal Lord, the things that we need to do in this Christian life of God, Lord, help us to be through your word, through your preaching today. Everyone in this church and everyone who are listening will be motivated, oh God, to pray, oh God. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen, amen. So, from. Uh, from this verse alone, uh, you already know the answers of today's topic. The most critical work Christians need to do in this last day is what is what what, what is it? From the verse, is pray prayer, amen. You know, in Matthew chapter 24, verses three, 3 to 13, the Lord Jesus himself taught his disciples before and teaches us today what things we can expect at the end times when the disciples asked him in these verses. Uh, beginning with chapter 3, what will be the sign of your coming of, uh, and of the end of age? They asked. Verse 4, Jesus warned them not to be deceived because many false messiah will come in his name and will deceive many. He warned them that they will hear wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but at the end, it's still to come. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of birth pains. Then you will be handed over to be persecuted and put to death. And you will be hated by all nations because of me. At that time, many will turn away from faith. And will betray and hate each other. And many false prophets will appear and deceive many people. Because, in verse 12, because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. But the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations. And then the end will come. About that day and hour, no one knows. I am honestly so distressed about everything Jesus foretold in Matthew chapter 24. But you know, what scares the most? Is in verse 12, because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. War, you know, earthquakes, we experience that. Persecution, famine are not as scary as Christians. Love for Christ grow cold. Especially when we grow cold in prayer. You know, God's word is not meant for us to be scared or to be paralyzed as we fear, but it gives us power to prepare for the future, to do something in the future. The last days, the wor- the last days of the world we are living today, is coming. But I don't know when. But the last day is sure to come. This world is not our home. Do you believe that? God has promised us an eternal life. Our life on earth is just temporary. Maybe this is a cliche. Our overused statement, but I cannot overemphasize this truth. Life is like a vapor. Here today, gone tomorrow. You know, I will have my last day on earth. That's for sure. You will also have your last day on earth. But about the day and hour, no one knows. Every single day could be our last day. It could be our last day of our friends. It could be our last day of our family. Or even it it could be our last day of our enemies, if you have. Or loved ones or neighbors. We are living in the borrowed times. This borrowed life has to be returned at the exact time the lender, the owner demands it it back from us. Excuse me. Okay. So, every single day, every single day, Jesus Christ can come back. He can return every single day. The Bible says, the coming of the Lord is like a thief in the night do you know when the thief coming into your house if you know you will call the barangay tanod right nobody knows in revelation chapter 16 verse 15 jesus said behold i am coming like a thief blessed is the one who stay awake keeping his garment on That he may not go about naked and sin exposed. Consider this, my friend. Every day can be our last day. So every day is critical for us, Christians, to pray. I will repeat. Every day is critical for us Christians to pray. pray. Let us listen to this story of a praying mother for her soldier son. El Modi used to tell a story of a man who came to him and said, When the Mexican war began, I wanted to enlist. My mother saying I was resolved said that I become a Christian, I might go. She pleaded and prayed that I might become a Christian, but I would not. He said, I said, when the war was over, I would become a Christian, but not till then. After all her pleading, he, her pleading was In vain. And at the last, when I was going away, she took out a watch and said, My son, your father left this to me when he died. Take it. And I want you to remember that every day at 12 o'clock, your mother will be praying for you. Then she gave me her Bible and marked out passage and put a few different references in a fly leaf. I took the watch and the Bible because my mother gave them. I never intended to read the Bible. So I went off to Mexico. And one day while on a long, weary march, I took out my watch. And it was 12 o'clock. I had been gone for months. But I remember... Excuse me. (laughs) But I remember that my mother at that hour was praying for me. Something prompted me to ask my officers to relieve me for a little while. And I stepped behind the tree away from those plains of Mexico and cried to God of my mother to save me. God, save him. And after the Mexican War ended, he said, I have enlisted again to see if I can do any good for my master. The son was finally saved by God's grace and become a true follower of the master. And the master is our Lord Jesus Christ. This is such a powerful testimony of a son about praying mother who truly considered praying as critical to her son's salvation. So let me ask this question again. What is the most critical work Christian need to do in these last days? Prayer. Prayer, Good answer. Something spiritual happens when we pray. Prayer is not part of Christianity. Prayer is our life. It is how our life should be powered up every day. Through prayer. It is an honor to speak to our loving Heavenly Father. Amen? Those of you who are fatherless or motherless or broken-hearted, God will comfort you with a comfort that no human love can ever give you when you pray. Christians who sense who sense that you are very far from God and whose hearts are growing cold because of suffering, suffering, or it can be, maybe be disappointments the only way you can go back to God is to pray. To pray and pray. Talk to God. Talk to God. Rather than running away from Him. Pastors, workers, Christians who are zealous to serve God but it's getting confused, discouraged, feeling ineffective, powerless or dry. Or maybe you should ask yourself, have I dedicated enough time to pray, to pray? Why is it, why is it critical to pray every day? Is it critical? Do you believe? Is it critical? Is it important for us to pray every day? Number one, because God has already given you the right to pray. We have the right to speak to our God if we believe in Jesus who has opened a way for us to come to the Father. If you believe in the Word of God, He gave you the right to be his own child. You are, we are his sons and daughters. Then tell yourself this afternoon I am given the right to pray. Therefore, I should pray. I am given the right to pray. Therefore, I should pray. It is your right to pray because Christ, our Lord, already shed His blood to pay the penalty of our sins. We can never pay. You and I should be punished for our sins. But Jesus willingly took our sins and nailed it on the cross. When we break the bread that symbolizes the Lord's body and drink from the cup that symbolizes He shed blood. Not only we should receive the bread and the grape juice with thankfulness, but we must worship God and in awe of Him for giving us this miracle and to be able to pray and be heard. Not just we just pray that God does hear us, but also we pray and God hears our prayer. Therefore, please be sure that you truly have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Before, we are not God's people, but now we are His people. If the devil reminds you of your past, you still have the right to pray to God. Psalms 32 verse 1 said, Blessed is the one whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. If the devil reminds you of your sin, you still have the right to pray to God. In 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and forgive us of our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. If the devil reminds you of your weakness, it is still your right to pray to God. In Romans chapter 8, verse 26, it says, in the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit Himself intercedes for us to wordless groans. Pray specifically that something supernatural happens. When a light goes inside of you, pray that you will experience God. Pray that you can hear God. Do not take prayer for granted. There is power when we pray. A prayer Christian is the light of the world. A prayer Christian is the light of the world. When your friends come to you for answers, when they are in trouble, even if you cannot answer all their questions, The presence of God will give you, will give them hope when we pray for them because you are God's people. You are God's child. And you can call to Him anytime, anywhere. Because you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, because you are His people. You are not an ordinary person. You are His child. We are God's people, therefore we must pray. I want you to underline this word. In 2 Chronicles 7, verse 14, underline the words, if my people, in verse 14 it says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and heal their land. We are God's people. Why is it critical to pray every day? Number two, because our love for Christ will grow cold if we, are not, not, if we will not nurture it through a lifestyle of continuous prayer. Continuous prayer in First in Thessalonians chapter 5, verse verses 16 to 18, it says, Rejoice always, prayer without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. The Bible says, Prayer without ceasing. It is not to say that without stopping. Because God knows we have duties and responsibilities. But pray without ceasing means continuous prayer, a nurturing lifestyle of prayer every day. We ought to give thanks in all circumstances. It did not say that we give thanks for all the circumstances. You cannot give thanks. For the tragedy, but you can give thanks in the midst of a tragedy. That's from Charles Stanley. Pray without ceasing, seek God's face every day without ceasing. When do you think about to pray? When do we pray? When do you think that it is time for us to pray? When sorrow hits you or maybe when you lose lost your job or sickness, when in financial problem? Somebody said prayer is the world's greatest wireless connection to God. The signal is always clear. If it is the maximum five bars, or there's always be five bars. The world's greatest wireless connection to God is prayer. Pray without ceasing requires a relationship with Him, relationship with Christ. God is not secretive about things; He wants to talk to us and tell us His good and perfect plan. For you and me. He created you not to harm you, but to give you hope and a future. Remember that. But for that to happen, we have to be willing to listen to Him. Many prayers are monologue with God. Lord, here's my need. When we have a very long list of our needs. Here's this Here's my parents' needs, my son's needs, my wife's needs. And never get time to listen to God. Remember, God created you not to harm you, but to give you hope and a future. How can you know the plans of God? If we are not listening to God, we're always asking and asking. If you are married... How do you build your deep relationship with your spouse? Diva by talking and listening. Communication or communicating with each other. Intimacy is heart to heart. Intimacy is mind to mind. Building relationship is essential. Not just Lugal is essential, but building relationship is essential. Nurture relationship by talking and listening. You know, couples or husbands and wife, if they do not talk and listen to each other, is in danger of growing cold with each other. That's why many end up in separation. That's very sad. So how often do you pray? Do you set time for prayer? Are you serious about it? Is it a priority in your life? No, without us having a priorities, we cannot accomplish something. Having priorities is removing something else and put this prayer Items or prayer lifestyle before, or replacing it with the prayer with your prayer lifestyle. Give uninterrupted time. be serious about it. It should be a life in you. God wants to get our attention anytime He wants. Not the other way around. God needs to have our attention. All the time, He wants us to have an ongoing relationship with Him. He wants us to receive His power and glory every single day. You know, many Christians have a prayer life which God is very limited and restricted. They will say, Lord, You can only speak to me or instruct me early in the morning or late at night after my study, after my work, because I am so busy, Lord. Is that okay to you, my Lord? Just follow my schedule. Early in the morning when you wake up and give thanks to God for His new mercy and grace, When you go to your workplace, you pray, Lord, please give us the protection. And also to my colleagues in work, give us all good health. Spare us from COVID-19. Or give us opportunity to share your word of hope to my colleagues. And also, as you go to your work, you will pray that, Lord, keep my family safe, oh God, while I'm work. If we encounter difficulties in our work, in our situation, we can pray that, Lord, speak to me. Guide me in how I can pray for my boss. Sometimes, have you experienced that you suddenly wake up in the middle of the night? Not because your daughter P. <laughs> There's times that you don't understand why, why, why I was awake in the middle of the night. Maybe you can ask God, God, is there something you want me to, to say? Is there something you want me to pray? Is there something that you want me to know? Or it is this someone who is in trouble at this very hour, Lord. What is it, Lord? You know, even in your personal Bible study, Lord, please guide me which chapter to read and open my heart for understanding. You know, you should have an awareness of his presence and power all the time. Pray without ceasing, seek his face every day without ceasing please underline from the same verse second chronicles chapter 7 verse 14 seek my face seek my face now why is it critical to pray every day number 3 because God's power and glory can only be bestowed upon those who pray in exodus chapter 34 verse 29 to 35 starting in 29 when moses came down from the mount sinai with the with the two tablets of the covenant of the law in his hands he was not aware of th- his face was radiant because he had spoken to the lord when aaron all the israelites saw moses His face was radiant and they were afraid to come near to him. But Moses called them and so Aaron, all the leaders of the community, came back to him and he spoke to them. Afterwards, all the Israelites came near to him and he gave them all the commands of the Lord had given to him on Mount Sinai. When Moses finished speaking to them, he put a veil over his face. But whenever he entered the Lord's presence to speak with him, he removed the veil until he comes out. And when he came out and told the Israelites what he had been commanded, they saw that his face was radiant. When Moses would put his veil back over his face until he went to speak with the Lord again. Bestow means confer or present an honor or right gift. Or to be bestowed with the power and glory of God are critical in these last days. And as already emphasized, every day can be our last day. Value prayer as you value food and water. Who among you here will not value food and water? Please raise your hands. I know. No one. But it's said that man will die without water for three days. But sadly, Christian seems to survive without prayer for three weeks or three months. Be thirsty, my friend. Be thirsty for God, for His presence, for His grace, for His voice, His power. Everything about him be thirsty to worship him and love him and obey him. We are created to worship him. Since when your prayer becomes ordinary? It is when you felt you have more than enough knowledge or strong enough or you become rich or you experience enough or when your church becomes big enough so that there is no more brokenness in your heart and need for God in your life since when prayer becomes ordinary, when celebrity pastor or worship leader become enough for you, since they are always available online, when you are free to choose the topic of sermons, you like to listen. A pastor once said to his staff, tell me who among you here is not praying at least one hour a day, and I will ask you to resign. You know why? Because people's lives are not going to be changed by preaching or by events or conferences or even the best Christian songs. Without the power of God to prayer of His people, nothing, I repeat, nothing will happen. It is the power of God that can change lives and situation for you and me. D. L. Moody once said, I'd rather be able to pray than be a great preacher. Jesus Christ never taught his disciples how to preach, but only how to Pray. pray. It is rather a common question today to hear people asking, when will this pandemic end? Maybe the next time somebody asks you that, you can gently ask him or her, did you start praying for it to end? The power and the glory of God to overcome every problem we are facing or even overcome these heavy burdens we face in this time of pandemic will come only through a praying people, God said, "If my people pray, I will heal their land." Did you get that? Will only come through people who are praying. God said, "If my people pray, I will heal their land." Church, are we praying? Unitedly for the Lord's healing hand in our land. Do we desire to be like Moses? A faithfully praying person like Moses, whose face became radiant because he has spoken with God? Prayer, my friend, is not ordinary. I repeat, prayer is not ordinary because we carry the radiance of God when we pray. That is the radiance that we carry today the power and the glory of God. Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ who lives in us, He is the light or, or the radiance. In our life. In Exodus chapter 33 verse 11 said, The Lord would speak to Moses face to face as one speaks to a friend. You know, true friends, as in true friends, do not only speak one another when they need. A friend loves at all times. We love to talk to one another at all times. Do you love God at all times? Or we only pray or call to Him when we are in trouble. In conclusion, I believe we have talked so much about prayer this afternoon. We ask ourselves question. What? is the most critical work Christians need to do in these last days? Prayer. It is critical because, number one, God has already given you and me the right to pray. Number two, because our love for Christ will grow cold if we are not nurture it through lifestyle of continuous prayer. Number three, God's power and glory can only be bestowed upon those who prayed. So, what is the greatest greatest reason we do not pray? Maybe no time. Or you don't know how to pray. The number reason, number one reason that we do not pray is sin. That entangles us. When we pray, we talk to the Holy God as Moses did to talk to the Holy God. Sin and prayer, they do not fit. If you have sin or ongoing sin, lay it down and get right with God. He is ever present to listen to you and me. He will never grow weary and tired listening to us. Remember that He has given you the right to pray and He will empower you and glorify His own Son, Jesus Christ, through your prayer. Let me end by once again reading the Scriptures, our Scriptures for today. In Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, it says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and heal their land. God is good, amen. God is here today. We don't have the power on our, on our own to pray. It all starts here in the heart. Our desire, if we have the desire to pray, then God will meet us. The Holy Spirit will empower us to pray. I want you to close your eyes today. This time, and bow your head. I want you to respond to His Word. I may be challenging everyone here to pray. I know you heard a lot of sermons about praying in YouTube, in online, and other websites. But I want you to know, we don't have power on our own. It starts with a desire. Desire to pray. How would you like this afternoon to ask God, to pray to God, to give you a desire in your hearts to pray? Lord, help me to pray. Help me to pray every day. Help me not just to go through a motion of prayer, but Lord, help us to be a sincere person. Give us a sincere heart to talk to you Let this prayer build a relationship, God, with you. Jesus, you promised us that you will give us the Holy Spirit that will empower us, that will help us in our weaknesses. Every one of us have these weaknesses the sins that entangles us. Lord, Holy Spirit, release us from this bondage in the name of Jesus. Set us free from sins and evil. Give us a pure heart, God, a pure mind, God, Lord, I may be making a baby step, Father God, Lord. Having a desire to pray to you, Father God. And I pray this baby step, Father God, Lord, will grow, O God. Will grow, O Jesus. Remind me every day, O God, that you love me. And you care for me. You will never leave me. Nor forsake me. No matter what the situation may be. You're always there. You are always there. Lord. Draw me close to you, God draw me close to you. I'm asking you, oh Lord, draw me close to you. I don't have the power, oh God, on my own, oh God, to pray. But this afternoon, oh God, I humble myself, O oh God. I admit, O oh Father, Lord, it's only through, through your spirit, God, that I can have this lifestyle of prayerfulness. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You are so great. Lord, you are awesome, oh Father God, Lord. In this life, in my life, oh Father God, Lord. You are beautiful in my life, God. You are the light that, Lord, you are the radiance of Father God, Lord, in this Christian life. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Lord, I pray today as I declare victory over the people who are here right now. Lord, and those who are listening to this message of God, I declare victory in the name of Jesus. Victory from prayerlessness. Victory from sin. Freedom of Father God Lord. In the name of Jesus God, let your spirit of Father God Lord empower us Empower everyone. In Jesus' name, oh God. In Jesus' name, oh God. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.